and welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard, and ooh, the content of today's episode is heavy. It is not a very light-hearted topic, except I'm sure most of us, well, if not already, will someday probably experience this, and it's not fun. It's really not fun at all, and that is a breakup. And I'm talking in romantic senses, you know, breakups. Um, I don't. <laughs> I've been actually putting off recording this episode for quite some time, just because I was like, what if I don't properly articulate all the thoughts that I've had about this topic, and I want to convey those things properly to you as a listener. But I figured no time like the present, right, to record something. So once again, I always say this before episodes like this, but these are all just my opinions. Like literally, what do I know? I'm just a goofy 20-year-old talking into a microphone on her free time, but I hope that you enjoy. And starting this off, if you are going through a breakup at the moment, let me just start by saying I am so incredibly sorry and I feel your pain. I know what it's like. I've been there. Other people have been there. It sucks. It's literally just horrible. And I hope that it gets better. Actually, I know that it will get better. And yeah, that's what I want to start this off with. And if you're not going through a breakup right now, well, I just hope that you find this episode interesting, right? Yeah. All right, so let's get into this episode. And I've broken it up into little categories, kind of think about like a step, step-by-step guide or like a roadmap of how I personally view the stages of getting over a breakup and getting through it. Kind of like how they have the stages of grief, you know, that type of thing. So starting off, the very first thing I have on our little roadmap is simply getting through the pain. And so I'm going to assume that in any romantic breakup, it's probably going to hurt. And these are the type of breakups where it's not like you were itching to get out of the relationship in the, oh oh my gosh, I'm so excited that we're not together anymore. I feel so much more relieved. I'm more talking about the type of breakups where you're a little blindsided or maybe deep down you know that the breakup is for the better, but I mean, you still have feelings and intimacy and all these things attached to this person, so that's why it really hurts. But yeah, this is definitely not one of those more like, ah, yippee, weight off my shoulder type breakups when I refer to it throughout this episode. But yeah, the first thing is literally just getting through the initial pain. It's really gonna hurt, and maybe you'll go through like a stage of denial or something, or maybe it might not hit you right away that you guys are broken up. But The only thing you can really do in this stage is literally whatever you can do for yourself. It's whatever you can do just to survive and get through the days. So what does that look like for you? Well, is it lying in bed for a few days and taking it easy? Is it staying home for a day or two and, I don't know, drawing? You you know what I mean? Just whatever you need to do in that moment no matter how ridiculous or weird it sounds, just do it if you think it's going to help. Obviously, don't do anything illegal and don't, like, abuse substances and stuff, but this is more like if you just want to sit in bed and watch TV and 
eat ice cream all day, like that type of thing. Allow yourself to do what you need in order to get through the initial pain and shock of what's happening to you. The second part in my personal roadmap of getting over a breakup would be just learning to accept that it's over. Accept that the relationship is gone. And even though this seems like a very obvious step to anyone who hasn't been in a breakup, or maybe you are just better at moving on than me, I don't know. But I think that the times in my life that I went through a hard breakup, accepting that it was truly over was tough because you just lost someone who was a very big part of your life, someone who you were very intimate with, someone who you really trusted, and hopefully someone who was your friend. And losing all of that can be just devastating, and that's why sometimes it's just easier to be in denial. But being in denial doesn't really help you in the long run. And something that I've done for myself that's really helped me accept that it is over was by simply deleting pictures and getting rid of their stuff. So I know it's a hallmark in relationships to like get your partner's hoodie or something or maybe they give you like a stuffed animal on your birthday or a necklace, whatever it may be. I found that purging my life of those things has really helped me accept that it's over. You know, you don't want to keep wearing the necklace that he got you or, you know, keep the, I don't know, stuffed animal that she gave you on your birthday. You know what I mean? It's not, I don't know. It's, to me, it just feels like you're living in the past or living in a part of your life that isn't accurate anymore. And same with photos. Actually, I've heard that photos are kind of a little bit of a controversial thing. Like I, some of my friends and people I know don't like deleting photos But personally, I want all of that stuff gone. Because, like, you know how in photos, at least this is on Apple devices, it'll, like, give you suggestions. Kind of like how Snapchat brings up your one-year-ago memories. If I see, like, a, oh, two months today, Leo, at the park, and it's a picture of you and your ex, like, on a park date, like, that'll just make you sad. Like, I don't want to see that type of stuff. So personally, that's why I'm a big fan of deleting photos or at least archiving slash like hiding them just so you don't see them on accident or you're not tempted to go look back through the photos and reminisce. The third thing on my little roadmap would be continue building your life. And so this is kind of right after... I guess this kind of just goes hand in hand with accepting that it's over. And it's just the idea that you have to keep trying to do your normal things. That's what I told myself when I went through my one pretty sad breakup in my life. Is I was, this happened to me when I was in high school. And cross country season was just starting. And a small part of me was like, what if I don't do cross country? Like it's COVID year. The season's not even going to be the same. Like, This would be a great time to just stop doing cross-country. But then another part of me is like, why are you stopping your normal routine just because you're a little sad right now? Like, come on, girl. Like, what's with you? And even though I was pretty upset, you know, just kind of sad, sad bean energy, because that's what happens to you when you go through a breakup, I'm so happy that I continued to stick with some form of normal routine in my life, because I definitely think that it really helped. 
And another thing too is I think it's easy to fall into the trap of being like, oh, I just cried a lot today in bed and I've been sad and I've just been thinking about my ex. What's the point of going out tonight? Like let's say your friends, like two of your bestest friends that you know you always have a blast with invite you out and you just decline it because you're like, no, nah, I'll just be sad the whole time while I'm there. Well, yes, maybe you might just be sad the whole time you're there if the breakup is like super, super fresh. But I think there comes a point where you just got to power through the sadness and uncomfortableness and go. Because if you don't go out with your friends that night and let's say go to dinner or whatever they were planning to do with you, you're just going to spend that, what, three hours you would have been out sulking in bed, being sad, reminiscing in a bad way. But if you go out with your friends, there's at least the potential that your mind will be taken off of this horrible manner. Like, you have the chance to escape and do something fun with people that truly love you, your wonderful friends. And yeah, there's the argument of, well, if I go out, then I'm just going to come back home and be sad. Yeah, fair. That's totally valid. If you, That might happen to you. But if you go out, you get three hours of potential relief. That's three less hours of being sad and reminiscing, which to me is worth it. So that's what I say by like, you have to just keep your normal life and, well, quote, as close to normal as you can and just keep building your life, you know? The fourth part of my little roadmap, and this is where things hopefully start to turn around, and this would be starting the road to healing and just healing in general. And so everyone's definition of healing is different and everyone's on their own time path. No two people are the same. So this is just what I think has helped me. And I would love to hear your thoughts if it works for you too, or if you do something different. The first thing that is so difficult not to do, but if you do do it, it really, really hinders your healing, in my opinion, or at least healing for me, is romanticizing. I feel like when I was going through my breakup, I had to work crazy hard to avoid romanticizing the person and the relationship that just ended. And so this probably comes in the form of you thinking things like, oh my gosh, they were literally perfect. Like we did all these cute things together. They always did X, Y, and Z for me. I remember this trip we went on on this day. Then this was so funny. And all that time with our friends and family, all that type of stuff. But you also have to remember their flaws. If y'all aren't in a relationship anymore, there's a clear reason why you're not in a relationship and why it just wasn't meant to work out. And so what I did to overcome my silly, stupid brain, romanticizing someone, is making a list of my ex's flaws and literally keeping it on my phone in my notes app, like locked away. So anytime I'd be sitting there sad, starting to romanticize my ex, I'd be like, hold up. I have a list and I'd look at that list and I just remember their flaws and remember why the relationship really just wasn't meant to work out. And I know as much as people joke about this next thing, it actually helps so much. 
And one of my favorite things to do on the road to healing is changing my appearance. Nothing like cutting your hair short, dyeing it a new color, upgrading your wardrobe, maybe going to the gym. Literally changing your appearance can, it's a real form of just turning into a new person because technically when you get out of a relationship, you kind of are a new person. You know, hopefully you've done some type of reflection on the relationship kind of analyzing what you learned, did you know, that whole thing, and a new haircut, new clothes, whatever it may be, can definitely help boost your confidence again. Because I know after a breakup, it literally sucks, and your confidence is probably not doing too hot. But little things like this, I think, have a really positive effect. Last but not least, definitely not least, on my own little personal roadmap to a breakup and just getting through it would be the objective of closure. And this is the last thing on my personal roadmap because I think once you have closure, you're basically moved on. Well, maybe not fully moved on, but it's really when you can move on, you know? Or I don't know. May I don't know. Maybe that's just a me thing. But um I have talked to several of my really close friends, my family members as well, and they all have very different views on closure, which totally makes sense because breakups and this whole topic that I'm talking about is so unique and specific to every single person and every single situation that happens. But I do think that people have different definitions of closure and how you get that after a breakup. You know, maybe you think that closure comes from both parties sitting down, talking about it, and deciding to break up. Or maybe you think that closure comes from, I don't know, burning all their pictures and stuff and clothes and smashing their car. Or maybe closure comes from moving away to a new city where you can start fresh. But in this case, I think that closure comes completely 100% from yourself. I'm someone who believes that only you yourself can give yourself closure. And now, how did I come to this conclusion? Well, I came to this conclusion when I was in high school going through a breakup, (laughs) probably the only really tough, sad breakup I've ever had to deal with in my life, which is makes me pretty lucky that I've only had to go through this horribly once. Anyways, and so When I was in the midst of that breakup, I was so, so sad and I didn't know how to manage my emotions and I didn't really know what to do with myself. But I came across this TED talk by a man named Guy Winch and he's a doctor in psychology and crap and he likes to talk a lot about emotional first aid, caring for our emotions, kind of how we would care for a physical injury, all that type of stuff. So very emotionally intelligent. And he mentioned that how in a breakup, well, hmm, let me paint this situation for you. Let's say that you are getting broken up with and your partner, now your ex, gives you a very honest and respectful breakup and they simply tell you, hey, listen, I'm so sorry, but I don't think this is going to work out. I want to break up with you just because I don't think I like you that way anymore. And even though this person is giving you the most authentic 
and respectful breakup you know really trying to tell you the truth so that you know you can you know they're trying to give you enough closure so that you can move on but it really hurts you and you spend the next week afterwards in your head replaying the last two three months of your relationship being like okay I know they told me what went wrong but the fact that they simply don't like me anymore that can't be the only reason why they're breaking up with me. There has to be something else there. And what Guy Winch proposed was that when we get broken up with, it's such a big emotional impact that our brains are like, well, if I'm having this huge emotional response to this, there has to be an equally big trigger for my response, which is then why some people aka me, I am people, go down this rabbit hole of trying to figure out the puzzle and see what else went wrong and kind of add to what the person told you. Like, okay, well, yeah, they said they just don't like me that way anymore, but also I bet that they were feeling X, Y, and Z because I did A, B, and C throughout the last two months of our relationship and yada, 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 yada. And it just gets really messy and it's really emotionally taxing And in the end, I learned the hard way that it doesn't get you anywhere. It only prolongs the pain and not being able to move on. And so something that I did to help myself get past this was taking closure into my own hands. And what I mean by this is I took one last time, I really sat down, I reflected on the relationship, I tried super hard to be as objective as possible, and I settled on one single reason why the relationship ended. One reason that I thought was true. And I stuck with it. Then anytime I had that urge to go down the rabbit hole and be like, well, what if I had done this? Or what if he had did... Wait, no, no, pause. You're not going to go down that rabbit hole because you know exactly why the relationship ended. Because of blah, 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 blah. And the blah, 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 blah is whatever I decided on in that moment. And it was a great way for me to give myself closure and a true chance at moving on. So, I don't know if you have the same view on closure as I do, but right now, as I'm a 20-year-old just speaking to a microphone alone, <laughs> that's what I think closure is. So, yeah, and it's could it could change as I grow older, but, you know, yeah. Anyways, though, I think that that basically wraps up the content that I had planned for today's episode. I really hope that if you are going through a breakup, this episode helps you or maybe it doesn't help you and it just makes you feel worse if that's the case I'm so sorry but either way I just want you to know that you are not alone that you are so forking loved and that it definitely a hundred percent absolutely will get better all right that's it and I will talk to you next week bye (laughs) 